On that subject, his book does not go beyond 1930. These authors also retell the dry-era stories that received so much attention from earlier writers without bringing anything new to the table. The Capone biographies, not surprisingly, deal largely with Alphonse Capone and his gang. In terms of the gang wars, they are primarily interested in Capone's mob, its allies, and its most important enemies, and they go little beyond the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. These books are also rooted in the tradition of telling the story primarily by recounting the most interesting murders. Mars Agigian's masterful biography of Capone's successor Francesco Nito, a.k.a. Frank Nitti, contains much information on organized crime during the time period in question, yet the focus on its intended subject, Frank Nitti, does not allow it to cover all aspects of Chicago's underworld. The emphasis on major gang killings and attempted murders, which runs through most of the literature on the underworld in Chicago and elsewhere, regardless of the era, is likely because these events are fascinating in their own right. Admittedly, they often contribute to the larger view because the deaths of gang leaders frequently affected the outcomes in gang wars in major ways, although the murders of reporters and politicians played no part in that. But this focus shifts attention away from the important issues of how the various gangs during Prohibition arose, expanded and contracted, and sometimes fell. It also misrepresents the violence in various ways. For example, many of the most famous events are spectacular because the Thompson submachine gun was used in them giving the impression that this weapon was far and away the most common tool in the gangland arsenal. However, a careful examination of gangland killings indicates that it was in fact used quite infrequently during the dry era, even in Chicago where it was introduced into the underworld. And this emphasis on violence shifts attention away from what the gangs were really doing, running illegal businesses to enrich the members. In sum, in what has been written to date, many of the major bootlegging gangs are barely discussed or are not mentioned at all, and parts of the gang wars receive little or no attention. Also, there is no accurate map showing the areas controlled by the bootlegging mobs in Chicago at a given point in time, much less multiple maps that illustrate changes in the landscape over time. Therefore, there is no full history of Prohibition-era organized crime in and around Chicago. Similarly, the story of how the Torrio Capone gang, which was one of a dozen bootlegging mobs in Chicago at the start of the time period, with an often minor presence in other rackets, came to control virtually all of the city's underworld in 1934, has not yet been told. Furthermore, there has not been a full treatment of the evolution of prostitution, gambling, labor racketeering, business racketeering, and narcotics trafficking what organized crime consisted of before Prohibition, and what it returned to afterward. There has not even been a complete discussion of the business aspects of bootlegging in the books to date. Frankly, the essence of organized crime in the dry era is missing in much of what has been written. This book hopes to remedy the situation by providing a complete history of Chicago's underworld during Prohibition. It covers not only the bootlegging and the fighting between the bootlegging gangs, 
but also the other important rackets that existed before and during the dry era. To that end, it begins with a discussion of organized crime before 1920 and examines the evolution of those activities over time. In terms of the bootlegging gangs and the gang wars, while it covers the details as necessary, it concentrates more heavily on the broader picture. It also examines the effects of law enforcement and politics on the underworld, especially how the authorities and various citizens' groups fought organized crime, a topic that has not received the attention it deserves. In the process, this book refutes a number of myths and misconceptions about the gangs, the gang wars, and the rackets in Chicago. I've used a variety of resources to tell the story. First and foremost are the major Chicago newspapers, which even at this late date have still not been fully examined. The